1971, a young boy embarked upon a quest. A quest to find the perfect job. Now, 50 years later, and with more jobs than years alive, it's time for his story to be told. This is Jobs My Dad Did. Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 6 of Jobs My Dad Did. The unbelievable true story of one man's quest to find the perfect job. I'm joined again by Andy. Thank you. And the man who's made a career out of gaining employment. It's my dad, DK. Yes, very good at uh, getting jobs. Not holding. Holding them, uh, that's another story. Now, in this episode, we're heading back to the early 90s. An actual low period in dad's accumulation of jobs. And we mainly have this job to thank for that. It's also to thank for the start of dad's hair loss as well, this job, I think. Was it? Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably around the time we were born as well. That might have contributed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, job. We'll get into it. Yeah, get into it, mate. We're ready. We're ready. We're waiting. Job number thirty-two, the waterbed store. I don't know how Dad secured this position, but I do know that this was a job that would become the longest and worst job of his working life. <laughs> the job was waterbed salesman. At a company that I am no longer going to disclose because I've done my research and amazingly they're still in operation to this day. There's, There's a market. For... There's a market for waterbeds. Wow. People yeah. giving glowing reviews of their products as well. You wouldn't believe. I tell you what, if you didn't want a waterbed, it'd be uh, pretty hard to source. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they'd be doing better business than ever, bro. <laughs> now, from what Dad has told me, to really get a good visual of what this company was like, you need to think of an ordinary furniture company and then lower that standard by about half. And you have this waterbed company. A company dad spent seven years at. Salesman. I do actually have a printout of a photo that dad took of the store, Andrew. What's he taking there? Just so you can get your head around what this um, store was actually like. It's mm. a bizarre photo he's taken. <laughs> what's, he, what's he taking that for? You describe that photo there. It's it's rough, isn't it? It's a bit rough, to be honest. It's, well, it's got a couple of beds there and it's got a cream brick wall. That cream brick probably... Peaking in, no, it wouldn't have been. It looks like the back of the warehouse. This is the storefront. <laughs> it's a store where front. customers this are going is the through. the display room, yeah. This is a toilet there, is it, to yeah, the right? there's a toilet to the right. It's open. <laughs> and there's another toilet further to the right. <laughs> and that's your front desk <laughs> there where they buy so the beds. So right beside the desk, you've got the toilets. What, what do you got on the bed there? What's that? It's a pink a pink um, pillow. Pink pillow. Okay. We okay. used to sell sheets sometimes and I things like that. Pillows. I don't know why... Um, you're protecting the pillows, but there's absolutely nothing on the mattresses which, you're, you're, which right. you're selling. It's huh? just yeah, bare. Yeah, it's a uh, woolen cover that you could zip off on oh, the mattress. Yeah. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah, so they, these are the soft water beds you're looking at here. I don't even know the difference. Well, the other ones are inside like a wooden box. Yeah. And they'll just swish around. Yeah, that's what the only thing I picture with oh, a Oh, no, bed. these are these are completely different. Huh? These are what they call soft-sided water beds. This is interesting. They're inside a foam shell. And then just filled with water. Yeah, no, and then they had the bladder would go in filled with water, yeah. Okay. And what, the other one's actually just water floating around in a... In a big bag, yeah. And sometimes <laughs> like a, a, few, a few little um, things inside to slow the water down, but oh, not, not f- usually that terrible, like, like you know, you like sleep, <laughs> sleeping on the ocean. <laughs> People have been known to have one person get in and bounce the other person out. <laughs> <laughs> one of those pillows you see at the caravan parks. 
Yeah, well, there we have it. I'll wait for you to say a bit more, but I'm intrigued by the waterbeds. <laughs> the waterbed store was run by the self-named Space Todd. And I've had to change his name for obvious reasons because he's still operating the store. So, but, you protect kept, the but it's very close. <laughs> <laughs> Space Todd was the, the self-named Space Todd. So he wanted, wanted to go with space in front of his name. Yes, he uh, had an answering... Um, an answering machine with that description on it. What was your name? Did you have a little catchy name as well? well he, he may have given me one, but I never heard about it, so I don't know. Okay. Spaceman was a man in his 50s with a wispy toupee who on his answering machine message re- recorded a message that said, this is Spaceman. Hang on, hang on. This, this is Space Todd. Oh. I'm not on the planet at the moment. Please leave a message. Space Todd was the type of guy you'd seen on today on a Today Tonight news segment. Yes. One of those segments that exposes crooks or rip-off merchants. Oh my God. Space Todd's specialty was selling inferior products at high prices. His common practice was replacing the heaters in the waterbeds with cheaper products so he could make a larger profit. And the, and the mattress as well he changed to a, a, a second-hand mattress he put in there, actually. <laughs> and he'd get a near-new bed would come in and he'd just swap everything around. Were they good prices, though? Um, I think we used to, you know, people come in and said they were good prices, yeah. but I always, sometimes I thought they were overpriced. <laughs> yeah. So you... it comes as no surprise that Space Todd was also tight. In Dad's time at the business... The business only ever ran two promotions. The first, an ad in the Sunday Times newspaper, the size of a postage stamp. That's right. That promoted second-hand waterbeds. So he was selling second-hand ones. The business sold both new and old, but Spaceman just didn't want to pay for the extra characters. (laughs) (laughs) So he went with the second-hand. And tell them about the painted sign on the window. Oh, it's that on here. The second form of advertisement was a star painted on the display window. The star contained the words Summer Special. <laughs> this promotion remained unchanged for seven consecutive years. It's always summer. Not quite that long because I scraped it off after a while because it was embarrassing to have <laughs> it up there in winter. <laughs> <laughs> Put end to it. Well, he he couldn't say anything because it was too late. When he came in, I'd scraped it off. I vaguely remember going to the store as a kid. Yeah, you went and came in and bounced all over the beds one time. <laughs> Did you ever have a mattress explode in the store? No, no, not That's no, lucky. No. Imagine if you had water coming out everywhere. Well, they used to get leaks and people would wake up wet during the night. Of the, when they're taking them home, not in the store. Not in the store, no. Yeah, okay. Right. No warranty, I imagine. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> a bit of duct tape over the top of it. Ten day warranty, something like that. <laughs> With this sort of promotion, it's safe to say the shop was quiet. The shop would also often be filled with a strong, pungent odour. This odour was caused by Space Todd choosing to take the store vacuum home for personal use. What he used it for was the task of vacuuming up wet, dead bees from around his pool. It's another bee story, yeah. That's a common theme as well. What's he? The That's second crazy. time so there was dead bee stuck in the vacuum. So he, he drops it off the store, doesn't tell me what he's done <laughs> with it. I just put it away again and then suddenly I'm getting this horrible smell. 
with all these dead bees you know, <laughs> fermenting in the in the vacuum cleaner. It's staggering that this is the second job Dad's had where wet dead bees <laughs> has been a problem. Now he, I'm pretty sure he lived in a two-story house with a swimming pool, and yet he had to come and borrow the old vacuum cleaner <laughs> from my shop. Good news is, what would he use is? Yep, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Space Todd wasn't the only strange person Dad worked with. One of his co-workers would spend his days making long-distance phone calls and typing up horoscopes to sell to the customers. What? They're making about $10 a horoscope. What do you mean? Direct to a customer in the bed store? Yeah, they'd pay him and then they'd come in what? and they'd say, oh, I'm so-and-so, I'm here for my horoscope. Oh, so what? And he'd... he'd leave me a message telling me what it is. Dad was actually selling them for him. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Well, well, I wasn't selling them for him. I was giving them, them to, what, to them. They'd paid for them. What cut were you taking? I wasn't taking any cuts. So you were just reading? <laughs> no, I, I thought it was a bit weird and I wasn't that happy about it. But what, This what is this guy's operating out of the waterbed store. What what he he would leave me when I had my day off, like on a Tuesday. So how often would he be in the store? Only once a week. What the hell? What, his this, other, this guy's a fast worker. And his other business was doing horoscopes. Hold on. It's crazy. This man was also a photographer yes. who claimed to have his own photography studio. This claim of having a photography studio would later come under question as one night he was caught using the store and its furniture to take photos of women in their bikinis. True story. <laughs> the, back the guys next door from the motorbike shop were going home and there was this woman sitting on her ledge of the window in a bikini and he's taking pictures of her. <laughs> well, he's got a studio. <laughs> and, and, and he used um, sheet sets to put around the bed to photograph her on the bed as well. It's like uh, a, ba a backdrop. No, no, to, to cover the whole bed up, you know, like hang them from the ceiling. Yeah, but like before his photos, it was all the backdrop of his yeah, photos. Yeah, it was yeah. a white sheet. <laughs> yeah. So, so I knew something had gone on when I saw the, the sheets had been mucked around with. God, and he worked one day a week in there. It was officially what he yeah. worked <laughs> on a Tuesday. So he had every, you worked every other day apart from Tuesday. Yeah. Christ, what a, what a shit. This man was eventually sacked and subsequently taken to court. Oh. The man who replaced the photographer was another man in his 50s who had arguably just as unusual hobby. On one of his days off, he informed DK that he was going for an audition for a second job to pick up some extra dollars. The audition, as he called it, was in a warehouse in an outer suburb. And the only requirement of the position was that you needed to last a long time in the bedroom. <laughs> Dad, Dad never asked what the outcome of the audition was. The audition. But we think we can all work out what it was about. Yes, we can. <laughs> He's also got a studio himself. <laughs> Dad told me earlier that this man actually asked Dad if he wanted to come along to the audition. Oh. Yes. Well, I could have made some extra money. That could have been job number 61. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe he's... That's, oh, I can't believe he's telling Dad this again. You didn't say what the other guy went to court, did you? No, we did. You did? I don't think we want to hear why he went to court, oh, mate. Know. You told me that privately. <laughs> oh, okay. We don't want to know. Okay. okay. Yeah. We won't talk about that then. <laughs> After seven long years, Dad eventually left. His only good memory of his time, the cheap cakes for sale across the road. Beautiful. Made friends with the guys in the deli and they would lend me 
all the magazines as well. <laughs> it was that quiet and I'd take them all back across the road and I'd put on the, the um, door back in 20 minutes or something like that. Well, you were in the magazine. No, then I'd be over there talking to them to begin with. And sometimes there'd be people come and knock on the door and I wouldn't be there. <laughs> and then the boss would ring me and, and uh, I said, I don't know what's happened. I said, there's something wrong with the phones. I said, I didn't, uh, I didn't even hear your call, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that would happen on a regular basis. You know, when they would, you were saying it was a, not the most reputable business, yeah? Staff. We're also poor by the sound of things. Dad was one of the, the poor staff. And the other two were per- in, perverts, basically. Yeah. I, I lost my enthusiasm for after a while. And that is, that's actually the end of job number 32. Wow. And we know what that means. It is time I hand it over to the formal, former regional newspaper journalist for his hard-hitting questions. It's Andy's exit interview. Who had his own column, we should point out. I did have a column. It's not booming up too much, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we heard his stinger. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Investigative, groundbreaking, inspiring, award nominee, self-nominated, Andy's exit interview. All right, Andy's exit interview. So, what was the highlight of the waterbed salesman position? The uh, cheap cakes and the magazines. <laughs> Neither that had anything to do. Why didn't you get a job at the deli? Or and I think I was writing a story, um, a fictional story while I was there as well. Were you? Mm. He had, had a lot of time on his hands. I had a lot of time on my hands. How'd that I mean, one go? have seen what the store looked like. I, don't, I think I found, I felt afterwards it was just a load of rubbish that I'd been writing. Like the book Jono's been writing. <laughs> 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 Jobs my dad's in. <laughs> load of rubbish. All right. So what was a lesson that you learned from the time in this position, if there was any lessons? Well, probably to look into the job a bit more before you accept the job, I think, you know, to, to you know, scrutinise things a bit more. Okay. Funny thing, this was your longest job. Was it predominantly your longest job because we were young? No, no, I couldn't find another job to get out of there. This is a dry that. spell yeah. for you. <laughs> I don't know what happened you... in the 90s, but... Yeah. This is the only time Dad couldn't get a job. That's right. He it became was, undesirable in the 90s and then just picked back up in the, in the 2000s. All right, so finally, again, sorry, if you were headhunted, I've come to you, DK. Yep. They're still well, going, so you can still going. We want you back. We want you back selling waterbeds. You were the peak waterbed salesman in the 90s. Wow. People came to you. They wanted horoscopes and beds. That's what you were known for. And I wasn't known for horoscopes. You, you were selling them on the side. <laughs> so would you go back to a waterbed store? Um, I think if now if they sold the soft-sided ones and that, I possibly would, but not. I don't think that many people have waterbeds. No, what, you know, someone I would tell people that I owned one. No, I didn't own one. <laughs> you would tell them. Because how's it going to look if I, uh, you know, I'm selling waterbeds and I don't own one? Because they would say to me, how's your waterbed? You know, what, which one have you got? And I said, I've got this one over here, and I'd go over and show it to them. And you know, someone who did have a waterbed, our producer Kyle's parents, they have yes. had a waterbed for years. Did, did you, you sell them that? Was you would have sold it to them, wouldn't you do? Uh, I think I might have, actually. <laughs> that lasted for years. That lasted for years. They can blame me. <laughs> oh, they had one of those things uh, in, a, in a wooden uh, mm. wooden frame, I think. I, yeah. remember, I remember going in. <laughs> those real rough ones, they were. <laughs> so, so <laughs> they needed a surfboard. They would have had that for 20, 20 years, I and reckon, then. Heated, you yeah. reckon, Dad? Heated? Well, the, the, uh, our producers nodding, yes. Heated water. Heated, it would have been heated. They're all heated. You couldn't sleep on them otherwise. 
was it hot as hell? <laughs> hot as hell, our producer's yeah, telling us. I think we've got you can, it. Uh, you can adjust them, Kyle. <laughs> you can. They don't, have to be, they don't have to be hot as hell. <laughs> not, the, not the one sold at your water. Oh, that store you couldn't. Yeah. It was an old motor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So what rating would you give this out of 10? Was this your dream job? <sighs> Probably about a two. A two? It's one of our lowest. I think that's a dr- equal lowest. Dad did tell me that this was one of his worst jobs, if not the worst. It was yeah, a- it was very boring and uh, yeah, just very frustrating because I, I couldn't drum up any business because he wouldn't advertise. So. <laughs> he said he didn't even want you to sell beds as well, you told me. Yeah, there was some weird thing going on. When I did do well and sell beds, he seemed to be annoyed. It must have been a tax so writer. It was like a tax write-off or something, I reckon. Yeah, a front. <laughs> yeah. It was a front. Because why would you have a business and then not be happy the other store's going well? There are two stores. So if I would beat him one week, he, he'd get his nose out of joint. Oh, he was in the other store. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, as we always do, or I've become accustomed to know, we've got a, another one. We've got a... What's this one? We'll pass that. I'm passing DK. Oh, what? God, this Andy looks like a... He's passing DK a tea bag. Well, it looks yeah, like a tea oh bag. Oh, God. Thank God. I thought it was like, a condom. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> but if you flip... No, you don't have to open it, mate. It's just... Oh, re- oh, re- oh, 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 read the front of it. Oh, hang don't on. Don't try to read the tea oh, He's got to get his glasses on. This is falling flat. This is falling well flat. No, that's all right. Here we go. Not the back full text. The front. The front of it. What's that say? Ennis. Anus tea. Anus That's the tea. one. Yeah, Andy's what? pain in the anus. This is the pain in the anus <laughs> question. Matt Collins. We don't need all that information. <laughs> he's, he's done his bit. I've done my bit. Pain and in the anus. Pain in the anus question you might get at a job interview. These are ones okay. that are real. People get asked. All right. I'm going to say they're real anyway. <laughs> so this is one that I thought I'd use for this particular job. Salesman. So right. a customer comes in. DK, I want a discount. What can you do? What do you have to, what do you say in that case? Well, I'd have to find out what they were spending before I give them a discount. I want one of those soft shell <laughs> water beds, the ones not the not the swimming pool ones. Well, I just I just negotiate with them until we got what they wanted. So you have a wiggle room. That's what I want to know. What's the wiggle room? No, no. What what it is is someone wants to spend a certain amount of money, or where they want a discount. I just say, well, you can have this heater, you can do that and that, and then you just put it together. So is it was there any discount? That's just the price. Yeah, well, there's sometimes people say there's five percent or ten percent discount, and mm-hmm. I think in this case of uh, what Spaceman, yeah. <laughs> he didn't like me discounting anything. <laughs> he did be <laughs> careful there, Dad. Those Jeez, I nearly really slipped out then. <laughs> <laughs> I was making a mess of it through the whole episode. Uh, it's it's hard not to say the real name. <laughs> it certainly rolls off the tongue better than Space Todd. I can tell you that. God, this is like bad. This one. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. So you can get a discount if you go to a furniture store, you think, even to these days? Of course you can, yeah. Just got to ask. You got to ask, yeah. Okay. If you don't ask, you don't get. Can you ask twice? You can ask what? 10 times if you I want. I mean, if you get the discount, you say, is that the best? Mm. They always tell you they can't at first, but then you just keep working on them. Okay. Well, that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> There's a little bit of a tidbit there. Depends how, how much they're hanging out for a sale, I think, too. Yeah. Dad was mm. always hanging out for a second. He was, yeah, he was bored right. out of his yeah. mind. All right. Then the lesson that I learned from this one, it's a life lesson, really. Isn't it? it really applies to this one. You can't have your cake and eat it too, as Dad found out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom, boom. Very good. Cake. And that cake. concludes job number 32, the waterbed store. Well, that's very good. Next time, tune in again because we're on the other end of the scale. Mm. I've just noticed something incredible about Jonathan. All right, mate. I think you're going off. I don't know what he's going to say. I I can see a callus on his hands. 
<laughs> Working he, hard, he, mate. He, I'm he, like you he, over there. He never has a killers on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wrap it up. All right, next week, next episode, the shortest job of Dad's career. Oh, We're going jumping. from the longest oh, wow. to the shortest. All right, thank you. Tune in next it's week. Great, thank you. Thank you. Want more Jobs My Dad Did content? Follow us on Instagram at Jobs My Dad Did. If you want to get in touch, maybe have a question for DK about his extensive CV, email us at jobsmydaddid at outlook.com. Happy listening.